Ready and racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast, brought to us by Greyhound Racing SA. I'll be your host, Tim Edwards, joined here by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson. Sean, how are you and what a big week it's been. Yeah, good to be here, Tim, on the Dogcast. A huge week in uh, Greyhound Racing SA. And, of course, um, last week we uh, had the match race series and this week, into the Group 1 Tab Adelaide Cup heat. So we're really heating up. The weather's going to be perfect on Thursday yeah. night, Tim, after last Thursday. It was a bit cold and wet and windy, uh, but, yeah, perfect conditions. So really looking forward to um, what is going to be an exciting series. Yeah, it certainly is. We're going to review the week that was. We're going to discuss the Tab SA Match Race Series, of course, won by Catch the Thief. Uh, it was a great night there on Thursday night, apart from the weather, as you mentioned, Sean. Uh, we're also going to preview the massive night on Thursday night. We've got seven heats of the Tab Adelaide Cup with the winners all to go through to the final. And uh, an interview, of course, is coming up with Peter Jovanovic, who's actually looking after Catch the Thief here in South Australia. So it's been a big week. There's lots to talk about. It's all coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. The Week in Review, as always, brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our Gap SA Greyhounds for the duration of their foster care and, of course, the first week of their adoption. And they're based right here in South Australia. If you want to know more about Fresh Pet Food Co., type in Fresh Pet Food Co., all one word, .com.au. You'll get all the information about them, and we thank them for their sponsorship here on the Dogcast. Um, Sean, let's turn our attention back to Thursday night. As you said, the, the weather was horrible out there last week. It uh, it really was. It was uh, wet and cold and, and windy. It reminded me that we're in winter winter again. But, yep. uh, in fact, we're in spring and um, we're hoping and well, we look at the forecast this week and the weather looks a hell of a lot better on Thursday night for the heats of the Cup. And we hope it warms up continually uh, until the week after, of course, on the Friday night being the final, the 9th of October being the Adelaide Cup. What did you take out of last Thursday night? What was the highlight for you, Sean? Well, last Thursday night, I mean, the highlight for me every year that rolls around for the match race series, I, I love the vision that GRSA can produce. Mm. Um, and it's a credit to the stewards and, and obviously our AV guys who can manage the night for these match race series. And again, the inside the boxes, and we'll touch on probably a, a couple of the match races, Tim, but... Um, Electra Theory is a, is a dog that can play up in the boxes, mm. and it was really quite good to see what that dog did. He, he, he popped his backside into the back of the box and flicked the light off yeah, right. um, for the inside mm. the vision, and then mm. uh, he actually exploded out of the boxes, and so I suppose that's why he can begin brilliantly on occasions. Mm. Sometimes he can be slow out because of his antics inside the boxes. So I, I took um, overall that it was, it was a great night, and it's really a promotional event, match race mm. night. Of course, there's a big prize on the end of it, which Catch mm. the Thief won, which booked his spot into the Group 1 Adelaide Cup. But again, all the all the trainers and connections who support this series, we're really appreciative of it. And it was another great addition of it. Uh, and each match race, I thought, um, gave something um, mm. to what's happening to the future and then um, and how they all their dogs perform. Not obviously, the first match race, Tim, we knew prior to that match race, Shadow Mist, They'd made the big decision, Lauren and Ryan, yeah. about um, going off to the million-dollar chase, which I think was a big weight off their shoulders at the end of the day. And I think they wanted to make the decision before the match race. Mm. So depending on whatever Shadow Miss did, um, they were off and gone. It, it didn't matter what he did. Uh, but um, as it was, um, surprisingly, Oakvale mm. Destiny was able to lead him in the first match race. 
Uh, but he got motoring the last little bit and still won pretty impressively. Yeah, he did. Um, I must admit, calling the race, I expected him to ping. He didn't ping. And, and midway down the back, I, I sort of got this feeling that Oakvale Beauty was going to hold on. I, he just didn't look like he was really loving it out there last Thursday mm. night, Shadow Mist. As I said to Lauren later in the night, I said, you know, in racehorses, uh, you know, a second up hoodoo can potentially be the, the fault of a, a horse um, having one really good run, first run back, and then a bit flat on the second run. And potentially that's what it was with Shadow Miss. But, yeah, look, they um, nothing went really right for the dog. Mm. Uh, scrambled out of the boxes sort of midway down the back. It took a bit of winding up. But I think we um, should appreciate that Oakvale Beauty ran super. And, look, she was so impressive leading for most of that race. And we can follow her with confidence over the coming weeks, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. I think both of those went very good, even though they they – Ended up being in the second half of the overall times. I think mm. I think both went well. As you said, Shadow missed. He went 29-29 the week before. And so that's got to take something out of the dog. He had the the conditions might not have suited him. He didn't lead. Oakvale Beauty ran super in the lead. And she's a really hard dog to get past. She's a group one performer. Mm. Uh, so... Uh, his class showed in the end or race fitness showed in the end and he was able to punch up the inside and get the win. Um, and it's a credit to the dog. He has that desire to win. Uh, they both went very well. Oakvale Beauty, as you mentioned, mm. um, got home, improved dramatically from the first hit out. That was her first hit out for three months. Uh, she moves into the Group 1 series and she, she hopefully, for the connections, will be a big player. Yeah, as you said, Shadow missed uh, Lauren making the decision to have a crack at this this million-dollar opportunity in New South Wales. It's going to be interesting. I said to Lauren on the night that you know she's heading over with the Greyhound, I believe, now that the restrictions for COVID have lifted. Um, the, the Greyhound's going to be running Adelaide Cup night, no doubt. Um, and she'll also have, well, Daniel's Charlie's in the heats uh, for the Cup. So it could, could possibly be a huge weekend if Daniel's Charlie was able to snare a spot in the final. So um, he'll go better than what he did on Thursday night. No doubt about it. He's a great dog, Shadow Miss. We've seen it over the last three or four months. So we wish Lauren the best of luck with him. But we would have loved to have seen him in the Adelaide Cup. But he would have been a draw card. But anyway, they've made that decision. The second match race was uh, was interesting. Of course, we had uh, Golden Knight, mm-hmm. who, was, uh, who was really good. And look... <sighs> He ran the same time as Catch the Thief, and this is where it gets a little bit tricky. And I was watching the the judge upstairs and really filing through the times to work out a margin as far as he, of course, ran the same time as as the eventual winner, Catch the Thief. And I think it was point zero 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 two, Sean, uh, of a difference in time. So Troy Murray can feel a bit unlucky that he didn't make the Greyhound straight into the uh, the grand final, I guess you could say, the Adelaide Cup. Yeah, I, I agree, uh, Tim. That um, he went super. No dog going better in SA um, than Golden Knight and the Troy Murray Kennel, for that matter. But yeah, you can feel a little bit unlucky. Um, we go normally go to three decimal po- points in races. Um, obviously, both these dogs were in two different races, mm. so the judge was able to separate them by going to four decimal points. Um, and ultimately, that's his objective: is to try and um, declare a winner where mm. possible. But that is a very slender margin. Um, what would have happened, Sean, if it was identical? Do they both get a ticket in the Adelaide Cup? Yeah, it was discussed, obviously, when there was um, consultation. Um, the judge was determining his decision. Mm. I, I think we would have honoured um, both dogs into the Adelaide Cup. Yep. Um, we dis- we said the winner. Um, mm. They would have been, both been declared the winner if they ran identical time. So we'd, they would have both gone in. Might have li- made a little bit harder with the, the uh, Cup heat. Mm. Uh this Thursday night, we would have probably only run six heats instead of seven. But uh, I think 
we GRSA honour a lot of those um, sort yep. of bonuses, promotions. So I think the fair thing would have been for both of them to go in, mm. and we'd have been totally comfortable with that. So, yeah, hopefully for connections, he runs mm. well on Thursday night. And if you can post that time, he should be making his way through mm. anyway. And let's remember, he ran the same time as Catch the Thief. Catch the Thief, I know he's got the golden ticket into the Adelaide Cup final, but some of the markets that are up at the moment have Catch the Thief very short to win the Cup because it's mm. got a spot. But... Golden Knight did run the same time, and, and this dog is flying for Troy Murray, and we'll talk about him a bit later on. But he was yep. impressive. Uh, Electra Theory, we, we discussed that greyhound that he defeated. And, of course, we had Alfieri, who was um, was good, but he was coming up against Catch the Thief. I think Alfieri, as you mentioned last week, Sean, he probably was suited to the two-dog race style. He actually did take ground off Catch the Thief late. Catch the Thief was impressive, ran 29.58. But I must admit, he did get a little bit tired on the way home. Yeah, I, I spoke with Bill Wadarchik after the race, and he was really happy with Alfieri, the way he went. He's such a hard railer, mm. and, and he does put in. To me, he's searching for a little bit more ground. I think he might even get to 600 metres. Mm. I think that's what he's looking for, because he gets going in the home straight. And as you mentioned, Timmy, he did take ground off Catch the Thief. He had too big a margin, um, Catch the Thief, out in front. Ran a good time. Uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be diving into too many short mm. prices around Catch the Thief. The box draw for the Adelaide Cup this year, Tim, is going to be it's absolutely crucial. vital. Mm. Um, they always are in Group 1 events, but it's going to be one of the most even fields, um, I believe, um, because of the way the heats are set up. Mm. And, you know, um, where you draw will dictate, I think, where the market is. I wouldn't be diving into too many short prices just at the moment. No, Catch the Thief ran a 4.43 early. Um, we talk about the last... Uh, match race. Now, this was interesting. Zipping Zabo blew in the market. We spoke to Tim Aloisi last week. He was a little bit worried that she'd get tied over the concluding stages. Now, she didn't get tied. She mm. was really strong. Mm. And she has, she said a 4.40 early sectional, which was really good going. She's got that early brilliance. If Tim can just get that stamina into her, she is a rough chance if she made the final of the Adelaide Cup of what I saw on Thursday. Everyone was tipping Defy on track to run down Zipping Zabo, yep. uh, but she just began brilliantly, led all the way and didn't stop. Yeah, I think um, there's a reason why Zipping Zabo has been sent across to Tim mm. um, for this series based around her high speed. I've got no doubt another week in uh, in his care and another uh, settling in. Um, she can po possibly go quicker to the back um, in her heat. I mean, I expect her to lead her heat. And again, I can see her going quicker than 29.70 with that little bit more improvement. Mm. And in an Adelaide Cup, if she can make it through to the final, yeah. she's going to be hard to run down if there's... She's going to be out near the lead. That's mm. where she's going to be. That's why she's here for the series. She was very impressive. I, I did think Defy slightly disappointing. Mm. I expected a little bit more out of Defy, but again, we probably look at the way it races in fields and over the 600 metres. It's just going to be totally suited by the 515. And, you know, the dogs are not machines. No. Um, maybe he just, she was just too far in front of him for him to, mm. you know, chase her down. I don't know, but he was a slightly disappointing, but I mean, he's a, he's a quality dog. And again, if he's close enough, he's good enough. Yeah. And the final result of the match series was Catch the Thief was the eventual winner, running the same time as Golden Knight, but they, uh, as I said, marked it back to 0 0.0002. Yep. So Catch the Thief defeated Golden Knight. Zipping Zabo eventually finished in third on her time, and uh, she was 29.70, so that was a fair crack too. Alfieri, as I said, ran fourth. Shadow Mist ended up finishing fifth. He's off to New South Wales now. Lecture Theory, Oakvale Beauty and Defy rounded it out. Uh, a couple of other wins on the night there, Sean. I should touch on Dashing Mickey. Now, this is a greyhound that took forever 
forever to win another race. Uh, went up to Murray Bridge, changed hands to Don Foster, and she went up there and she sat a lot closer in the run than she's ever done. And she won up there. And then she came out last Thursday night. And again, she sat closer in the run and she won again. So this is a greyhound that's always had ability. I think we're really going to see the best of her now. I think the last two runs have suggested she's going to keep winning. Well, I mean, she is beautifully bred. Uh, she's um, Fabregas uh, dashing DD, beautifully bred. Uh, and but as you mentioned, Tim, it took it took her, you know, fifty was it fifty two mm. starts to win her uh, second race, uh, and then she went back to back over six hundred. And gosh, she was impressive. She, as you said, she she landed a lot closer than normal. Mm. Um, she. She's tended to be a dog that just needs the rails and just has to just run up in behind them. But gosh, she um, she really showed good race sense. She wanted to get up near the lead and she powered away down mm. the back straight. Very, very strong. There's got to be more improvement. The Fosters mm. um, have certainly done a, a really good job in a short space of time with her. She has drawn eight um, in the final of this race yep. on Thursday night, race one. So box eight. A little bit different for her, uh, but, but she's it, beginning better. She That's is the beginning. Thing. Yeah, mm. there's um, um, the uh, the other dog, Mercedes Manelli for mm. Rob Harness won the other heat, uh, and it's drawn the one. So, and they're the two big guns in mm. that race. So, it could end up being a, a 600 meter match race between the two yeah. of them. It's very exciting to see. Uh, definitely where both of them can go, but definitely Dashing Mickey, the, the improvement's been yeah. really noticeable. We'll have to ask Don Foster. We'll have to get him on over the coming weeks about her because uh, that's taking nothing away from Gavin Harris, who had her previously, mm. because Gavin's yep. a very good trainer of a stayer. And um, some dogs just flourish by changing kennels and a bit of new surrounding. And, and Don, as we mentioned, we have spoke to him on the Greyhound of the Year Awards earlier this year. He's, he's a master at what mm. he does. and. Uh, he's been a legend of the sport for many, many years. So I, th- I was impressed with her run. So Traculant, great to see him back winning again. He he wound up and he was able to run over them late to win. So he's on track to contest that Premier's Cup Friday week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, back to somewhere near his best. Uh, unfortunately, there wasn't enough noms for a race for him this Thursday night. So hopefully see him next Thursday night. But yeah, we want to see him back uh, near his best, taking on the best days and then getting back across the border um, mm. to, to really match it with the, the Group 1 performers. Yep, it was a great night there last Thursday night. That is for sure and certain. That is the weekend review brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co. If you look them up on the website, freshpetfoodco.com.au. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company, but we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program. <laughs> Not kids. That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out. GapSA.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Preview. Okay, the preview of the Adelaide Cup Eats this Thursday night is brought to us uh, by, of course, uh, Twitter feed. Uh, jump on the dogs SA and uh, get on board and check them out. And, of course, you'll get some free tips there for each and every uh, race meeting that uh, we have here in SA. So let's look at this big program on Thursday night, Sean. It's uh, it's a wonderful card. It always is. Heat night is always exciting. There's 12 races the first local time at 6.37. We have seven heats. We start off with heat number one in race number two. Uh, we've got Aston Silk drawing the red. Wooden Tiger. Slick Riot, who's just recently come over the border. Emily Zero. Sweet on me. Zipping Zabo drawn the seven. 
and Buddy Guy drawn in the pink. So we'll chat to Peter Jovanovic a bit later on. He's got, of course, Wooden Tiger in the seat. He's probably not going as good as he was six to 12 months ago. I think Zipping Zabo, from what we saw in the match race series, if she can begin, she's going to be very hard to beat here. Yeah, I'm looking at her, as we mentioned uh, previously, beginning very well from box seven, expecting her to lead. There is a lot of speed in this race. Sweet on me, back in the Ben Rawlings camp. Um, he, uh, Sorry, she's drawn box six just to the inside. And Emily Zero was a good win on Monday night for, uh, for Judy Hurley. So plenty of speed in this race. Aston Silk's the interesting runner mm. in the Ray Murray Kennel, sent across from the Thompson Kennel. Uh, did run second behind Black Opium in the Sapphire Crown uh, and has um, run a personal time of 29.51 at Sandown. Just think from box one, first look at the track. Um, it'd be interesting to see where she gets. She's the class runner, but I'm looking towards uh, Zipping Zabo leading and continuing on her, uh, well, continuing uh, to to win, even though she won her match race running third overall, but uh, continuing on a winning way. Yeah, it's an, it's a most intriguing first heat, this one. Aston Silk, as you said, Wooden Tiger's a strong run-on type. Slick Ride's got some solid Victorian form, and Emily Zero's been flying of late. So it's a race you could pretty much mount a case for many of these. I think Buddy Guy might struggle from the pink, but outside of him, uh, look, he's probably got it someplace, so, but um, very even first heat to start us off. So we'll, interesting to see what the market comes up with there. Heat number two, we have American Man uh, drawn the red. Zipping Ted, he was a bit disappointing last Thursday night. He's drawn the check. Golden Knight, of course, he was fabulous in the match race series. He's drawn the white. It's a riot in the blue. Chevy's entry, it trialed, solo trialed the other night when I was at one of these meetings, uh, Sean. Uh, for Kim Johnston, it's in the six. Corborn Boomer in the seven and Mr. Keery in the pink. So I'd love to get your thoughts here, but I think Zipping Ted was disappointing. We know he can go better. Golden Knight was super. I think he has to start favourite, surely. Yeah, I think Golden Knight starts favourite. Uh, I think he, he obviously goes good from an inside draw. Um, his record suggests that. He's drawn three. He'll probably get the right run here, you'd think. And he did begin really well um, his last two starts. So I think he can position himself um, up nicely. It's a right. It's a really interesting runner uh, back from... Mm. Uh, two months off uh, with Ben Rawlings. Uh, he's a high-quality performer. We know we, we know. also he goes good from an inside draw. He's drawn four, so he'll push hard if he's got his race fitness up. Uh, and he's a quality performer. He's a feature race winner at Angle Park. Chevy's entry is interesting because um, it came across from WA with Kim Johnson. It did do that trial. Mm. He went 460, 1759 and 3035. Not that impressive, but his run home was actually quite good. And, and I know after the race... I think Kim Johnson was saying he's actually more of a speed dog. Uh, gets out in front and then hangs on. So he sort of reversed what he's been doing. So if he he's actually a, a speed dog. So I expect him to bounce out a lot faster. And this run home was very good. So I wouldn't be taking too many risks with him in the market. If he got out a bit further, I, you know, he's an interesting dog because he has high speed. But I do think Golden Knight um as we mentioned, he probably deserves um, his spot. He's got a race. He's got his draw. Very hard to beat. So I think he's the one from the second heat. Yeah, he looks very hard to beat. Um, heat number three, we've got Springvale Lizzie in the red. We've got Call Me Billy in two. Major Major, who went up to Murray Bridge the other day just to get a bit of a you know run under his belt. He draws in three. Love and Thunder, Boss McLaren, Corborn Scar and Gemtree Dynamo. 
Major Major deserves to be favourite. Of course, he's the Derby winner. He was impressive at the bridge the other day. Springvale is. He looks to be the main threat. Love and Thunder, I think, has got improvement in it too, Sean. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you could easily just go, well, Major Major here, no worries. Off he goes. He's uh, He won a heat of the SA National Sprint. He's beaten the, the good dogs. He won um, the Derby. All tick, tick, tick. But I reckon mm. if you go through this race, there is um, a lot of depth within this race, particularly from a speed point of view. Major Major can ping out, but at times he can also go a 450 of the first mark. There are dogs in here like Boss McLaren, Corborn Scar, uh, Love and Thunder can begin. Um, and Springvale Izzy is going exceptionally well for Ray Murray uh, off the red. So I do think there's some speed that could cause Major Major some difficulty. But we did see in the derby, Tim, mm. he's a fantastic race dog. And I think that's where he excels. That he can find a, he can get a find a little bit of trouble, but he can get himself out of trouble. He's a big dog. Mm. He pushed his way through um, the Derby at Murray Bridge. He uh, he 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 was looking to cross. He was a short price favourite, and he just went across. And other dogs might have got dragged down from behind, but he yeah. went across and he and he won as he liked. I do think there's depth in the race. I'm not tipping an upset here, but I do think Major Major could be slightly vulnerable early if he got crossed and just found some traffic. Yep, yep. Well, I think he's the one to beat. But as you said, he's uh, he's just going great guns at the moment yeah. for Troy. Troy's team's flying. So that's heat three. Heat four, Mapunga Isla. She was impressive the other night. It was a much weaker race, but she gets the inside here. Oakvale Blue in two. Defy, who ran in the match race series and was a tad disappointing in three. Daniel's Charlie steps up to the 515 since his return. So this is his first 515 run since he's come back from that injury. Kurong Nugget, I think he's well drawn out there in six. He likes to get off anyway. Corborn Maddox in seven, Alinga Mal in eight. So uh, this will be interesting which way the market goes. I think Mapunga Isla will probably go up favourite, but Kurong Nugget and Daniel's Charlie are big dangers here, Sean. Yeah, I'll be interested to see your thoughts on who you think is going to lead this, Tim. I'm sort of mm. thinking it's going to be Mapunga Isla and Daniel's Charlie, a big burn to the first turn. And possibly whoever leads is probably the, the dog to beat. And again, the market might dictate who they think will lead. Um, what's your thoughts around that? Do you think Daniel's Charlie has been brilliant over the short course mm. um, on his return to racing that he has the speed to cross? Well, I think he does. Mapunga Isla, she began well the other night, but it took her uh, probably five, six strides to get going. And then when she saw the rail, she railed up and was underneath of them early. So this will be a different scenario Thursday night. Daniel's Charlie fresh over the 515. I think he'll ping. Kurong Nugget begins well, but gets off on that first bend. So... Um, Daniel's Charlie, I think, can lead. I think he can win. I think he's a good dog. He's a dog I've always had an opinion of. Um, he had that injury. I know that uh, Lauren's stepping him up slowly to the 5.15 again. Um, and if he doesn't do any good here in the Adelaide Cup, heats, who knows, they might have a crack at the Gawler Cup because yeah. uh, that's yeah. a, a race that may suit him as well. But, yeah, I think Daniel's Charlie can lead. I'm worried about Kurong Nugget. I think he's strong. I think he's an improving type for Cam Butcher. I think Mapunga Isla, she's going well, but she's going to have to step up another notch from what she did the other night. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like Daniel's Charlie here. I think he's been brilliant on his return to racing. I do think he'll be able to cross and lead. Um, Mapunga Isla's got an outstanding record from the red. She's won four mm. or five, and Laurie Carlin has done nothing wrong with her since she's been in SA, and she was she was good last Thursday night. Kurong Nugget's going to be suited, I think, by being drawn off the track um, and is going to get a good run into the race. Um, he does step up to open company from the mm. Derby series, so it'll be a real big test for him. But we know Cam Butcher is a master with these uh, these types of dogs, so we expect him to be wound up um, for the series. All right, Heat 5, we have Zipping Marshall, the red, Lectra Theory in two, Air Marshall in three, four is Daniel's Greta. She's been flying. 
five, I should say six master chaos, seven golly gumdrops, and number eight, a greyhound we did not expect to be in these no. heats, Kurong Lucy. She is back, and boy, if she's anywhere near right, she's going to give this yeah. a hell of a shake, Sean. Well, if anyone was following the futures markets, they would have seen mm. Kurong Lucy being doubtful for the last, gosh, six, seven weeks, um, and she has been. Uh, she, by all reports, was was done. She was going to spend her days on the couch and um, be a, a wonderful brood bitch for, for the butchers. But um, my understanding, Cam Butcher, she'd been doing a little bit. He trialled her last week and she ran really two good first sectionals. Got a little bit tired in the, in the third one, which you'd expect. But that sh- showed enough to him that she was ready to go for the Group mm. 1 series. She's drawn box eight. To be honest, she's... That's probably where, where, where she'd want to be mm. in uh, in a returning to racing after a long time. And gosh, doesn't she add flavour to yep. this series now on her return? I mean, she's got a huge following. Um, she's she, a darling of SA Racing. So we hope she uh, she she's somewhere near her top. Somewhere near her top, she'll be winning this. We know mm. her quality. Uh, if she's offered a little bit, there's a lot of depth in this uh, heat. Yeah, she is the biggest X factor there all night. I think the most interesting runner there at Angle Park on Thursday night. And we'll get a bit of a guide to her because she can ping the lids. Mm. I've been there many times where she's pinged and she's run incredible times. So I think the Adelaide Cup would love to have Kurong Lucy in that final. I think it just makes another dimension there when you've got uh, Catch the Thief already there and uh, obviously, Shadow Mist is not there, but what we've got to remember here is Kurong Lucy was matching it with Shadow Mist going back three, four months ago. So she has got the ability. She's ran 29.46 around Angle Park. Looking forward to seeing what she can do. Um, heat number six, we've got Kipling, who was heavily back the other night, uh, draws the red for Tim Aloisi. Low Flying Crow comes up with two. Uh, Long Gully Barney, he was very disappointing the other night when he led and was uh, completely gone at the uh, halfway point. Velocity Dory in four, Miss Bellawood in six, Couture. Well, he's an interesting dog. He's a he is a dog that excites many because he gets back and he, he manoeuvres his way through a field. He's drawn seven. Don't discount him here. And number eight is Oakvale Beauty. How did you mm. see this race? Yeah, Sean, it's yeah. very even. Um, mm. Yeah, very even. Uh, one of the most even heats on the on the night. Um, I suppose um, Kipling drawn the red. Um, he's got his box. He's won three of four. He was very impressive last week. You ex- probably expect him to push up and lead. Um, Oakvale Beauty, she's drawn the wrong side of the track for, for her. She's drawn box eight. She, mm. As we mentioned, she was um, very, very good in the match race series. She'll be improved by the run. Just box eight. I just I struggle to find out where she's going to end up. Mm. Uh, but she, if she can find her way to the rail mid-race, she'll be charging home. An interesting runner here, Tim, is um, low-flying mm. crow for the Rasmussens. Uh, last year, we know that they produced um, uh, Corborn, just the name escapes me for a sec, yeah. uh, who made the Group 1 final. Um, oh, the name will come Cor- back to me. Was it Tim? Was it uh, Terry? Corborn Terry. Corborn Terry, yeah. yes. Well mm. Corborn Terry, um, and mm. made the Group 1 final. Mm. Uh, similar type, I think, Low Flying Crow. And this dog's been in the futures markets um, all the way through mm. at around $17. Yep. So I reckon it, it, I just have a big watch on Low Flying Crow. Uh, looking at his form, he's going to run over four and 600. He's racing mm. against very good dogs in New South Wales. If Kipling leads, he'll get a good run sucked along on his back. Mm. So I'm looking at low-flying crow here. Just on just what I'm feeling around the camp around this dog, um, I think they can produce one, and this might be the one for the series this year for the Rasmussens. Okay, well, Longali Barney was disappointing, but we know he's got the ability to ping the lids and lead this field. So if he's out in front and he runs his absolute best, he can certainly be hard to beat. But as you said... 
Luke Flying Crow is a big query. Kachua, I'm not discounting him. He's very strong late. He's racing the, in the best form of his career. So we look forward to that heat. Heat number seven, Woodside Zulu's come up with the red. So that's a good draw for him. Alfieri's come up with the check. Little Earner in the three. More, more, more in the four. Spring Kuerbo, the five. Rajasthan, the six. Uh, Taken's come up with the seven. And Rushes, who's improving all the time, comes up with box number eight. Another even cup field here as a heat. Um, Alfieri at his best, he would be hard to beat. He's hard to back with a lot of confidence in a, mm. you know, in a full field. I think Rushes has got some upside. Rajasthan's going to be strong. So is Woodside Zulu. How did you see this, Sean? Yeah, I, I agree with you, Tim. I reckon I could have a, a couple of cracks at this and, and be wrong. Uh, it's a very wide open heat. I actually like, um, taken for Ray Murray, mm-hmm. um, in looking at his form, uh, he did beat, uh, catch the thief in the, uh, Group three race at Cranbourne. Yep. Um, we catch the thief ran down the track. Uh, he was $11 in that race. He drew box eight, was very impressive. He has been beaten as short price favourites, uh, then his next three runs, and then was good in winning at Horsham last start. He's got bo- box seven. I think he can come out quick enough. I don't think he'll have, he'd have had the opportunity to have a look at the track, but I think mm. he can come out quick enough to sit wide uh, and move up there. As you mentioned, now Fieri. Gosh, at his brilliant best, box two for him, you'd be all over him. But um, he was a good run in the match race series. I just You just can't um, tip him. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he did win. I think Bill's been working hard to get him right back to mm. his best. Woodside Zulu, gosh, he can't begin the way he began last week. Um, but if he began the way he began in the heat of the derby, then he's going to be right up there. Um, so... It's a really wide open race, and not to mention likes of Rajasthan and Rushes. But I'm sticking with Taken for this one. I do like him. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a strong performer. All right, they're the seven heats of the Adelaide Cup. It promises to be a super night there on uh, Thursday night. The winners all go through, and they'll join Catch the Thief in the final the following Friday. As far as best bets are concerned, Sean, what did you have? It looked a very hard program. Yeah, very, very hard. Um, I'm. I would like to stick with Taken actually in the mm-hmm. in race eight, uh, the the final heat number seven yep. of the cup. I do like this greyhound. Uh, Thompson has sent it across uh, to Ray Murray. I think uh, yeah, I think he's got a strong chance here. Uh, I'd I'd like to see him um, second or third out of the front straight, and I reckon he'll be work up work up really strong and be mm-hmm. hard to beat. All right, so Taken for you, race eight number seven. I thought well. I think Hank the Hustler is an absolute moral in the 600. Um, I think he'll be too short to to back. So what we're going to do is I think we play the all-up bet. I think we take race nine, a dog you tipped last week, Jack's Will. I think he's ready to win. He was so unlucky last Thursday night. He copped uh, pillar to post, bumps through the race. So that's a very good race for him on Thursday. I think he'll win. Race nine, number seven. We'll roll that money into race 10, number four, Hank the Hustler, who gets out to the 600. He's a dog that's been screaming out for it again. He's had two goes over the 600 for two wins, but as I said, I think he's probably going to go around, you know, dollar forty something like yep. that. Um, so potentially we'll take Jack's wheel into Hank the Hustler. You like Taken. It promises to be a great night. Sean, that's the preview of Angle Park this Thursday night. The Interview. Yeah, today's uh, interview on the Dogcast is going to be with um, Peter Jovanovic. It's a name that's been uh, recognised in Greyhound Racing SA for many, many years. He's a great form analyst and uh, a very good trainer as well. And he's always uh, happy to give up some of his time as we say hello to Pete. How are you, Peter? Good morning, Tim. How are you? How are you? I'm good, thank you. And yourself? I'm going well. You've got uh, Tim Edwards and Sean Matheson here, Pete. Um, Yep. Pete. uh, Good morning, Peter. 
Pete, before we touch on uh, Thursday night uh, with uh, Catch the Thief, um, take us back. You've been obviously a greyhound trainer in SA for, for a long time now. You've had some great dogs. Would Canley Kenny be the best dog you've had? No. No? No. No, no. We've had some wonderful dogs in my, in my life. Um, probably goes back uh, to Scenic Spa, mm-hmm. uh, when over in Melbourne for us at Sandown. Um, another, probably another good dog was Fox Sun, who won a Melbourne Cup for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, look, I've Kenny Kenny was up there, but I wouldn't put him in that class, no. Okay, and what about these days? You don't, don't know, it just doesn't seem like you've got as many dogs in work as you used to have. Getting older, Tim, I've, I've scaled <laughs> back a bit. <laughs> I don't know, you still look pretty nah. fit, Pete. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, nah, look, uh, we, we've got pups coming through. I like to nurture them and, uh, and looking forward to um, maybe a, a good couple of pups coming through shortly. You like to do the form as well, don't you, at the moment, Pete? You're a good form analyst? I try. <laughs> it's, it's not easy, no, is it? Do... It's a tough gig. Oh, exactly. No, look, at, um, there's a lot involved. Um to do that, you'd virtually have to know every dog, basically, or if not, you've got to work out what it, what it was. But uh, no, it's good. It helps everybody in the sport. Mm. I'm, I'm here for the for the sport in general, and, and hopefully for the punters out there, they, they get a good guide uh, with the markets that go up. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Pete and Sean, I, one night I did catch Pete out for dinner one, mm. one night. I caught him at dinner, and I asked him for some tips that night. What does he think would win? It was an Angle, night, Angle Park Monday night program. He tipped me about eight dogs. They all won. Oh, really? So he's very good. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. You're very good, Pete. Now, tell us about Catch the Thief. Um, he's with you. Uh, how did that come about? Oh, look, I've, I've known Matt and uh, his father uh, many, many years, even when I was living over there. Um, I Actually, he was only a young kid then, uh, Matt, and I checked some dogs for him down at Cranbourne. Mm-hmm. and um, we've known each other for a long time. He actually diverse. He, he left the dogs, and I think if, when you talk to him, he'll, he'll tell you he um, started working for the jockey club. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure it was Mornington or even Friedman down there. I'm not sure down Mount Eliza Way. But then he branched out, and the dogs got the better of him again. It was in the blood. Mm-hmm. And um, I think then he developed a relationship with Chris Johansson, who's a, a leading trainer over in Melbourne for many, many years. Uh, with his daughter, and um, and then they've moved down to Briagalon, which is down past uh, near Sale. You know, it's a long way from Melbourne, but yeah. in Melbourne, people are used to travelling. If, yeah. if if uh, they were here and they only had to go to Murray Bridge, for example, that's a, well, that's an easy trip. Yeah. <laughs> that's not even that's not even country for them. No, no. And when did you get hold of him? When did he arrive in your care, Pete? Oh, he spoke to me a few months ago. Uh, and we discussed the uh, millions race and all that sort of stuff. And uh, but at the end of the day, it's, you're looking at a stud career for him. And mm. Adelaide, the Adelaide Cup's a group event, whereas the millions isn't. Um, and it's a, with the COVID um, happening, it made it difficult for Matt to, to take the dog uh, up to, to a country track, trial him. And he had to get him over, get him back, and three trips country wise. Um, then you have to go for the semis. It was a long gig for the dog, and mm. you've got to think of the welfare of the dog and what, what's best for him. And I think by coming over here, all right, the prize money doesn't compare with the millions, but there's no guarantee of winning the millions. At least he's got a good chance in the Adelaide Cup. Um, mm. He's probably the best in Australia anyway.
Yeah. So you rate him he's good enough to win the Adelaide Cup, Pete? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. He's going. Um, I mean, uh, only uh, barring the uh, bad luck or something like that, well, that can happen. I mean, all things being equal, I think he's, a, he's as good a chance as what you can get. Yeah, watching him last Thursday night, he sort of, he began okay, and then his sectional after going about four or five strides was really impressive, the way he really zipped along. But I, he did get a little bit tired to the run to the post, but, you know, that was probably to be expected. I was, yeah, I, I thought that would happen. Um, he had an easy, well, an easy week because he had that hard race at uh, the Meadows on the Wednesday night, that Speed Star final, and he went a PB there, went about 29.60, and he had to travel that night, got to my place about 7 o'clock in the morning. It's a, it's a long ordeal, and so you just got to look after him, nurture him, um, and he was good enough to win, in good enough condition to win the, uh, the match race series. He just made it, thank mm. goodness. Yeah. Um, what's, he like, what's he like around the kennels at home? Terrific. He's just a, he's a, the dog that everyone dreams of having in their mm-hmm. kennel. And it's, but generally, you know, over the years you find the good dogs have got the best traits. They do everything for you. There's no issue with them. They just, they just do it for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's got, if you didn't know he was a race dog, uh, you'd think he was a pet. Yeah, that's, right. That's the, and switch off, and yet when he's on the track, he switches on. Mm. What's his no, best? Said, what's his best box draw in the in the cup final, Pete? You reckon? It oh, wouldn't matter really. Okay. Um, not phased with the boxes. Whatever he gets, wouldn't matter. All right, you seem pretty confident. <laughs> and well, no, I think it's just. Um, I mean, all right, he missed a kick a bit the other day. Um, he was a bit stirred up. He had a preview and just worked him up a little bit. Uh, but it's, it's work in progress, and you, you sort of try and develop things and work out what's what's good for him, what isn't good for him, and probably come final night he won't have a preview, you know, something like that. Where, mm. uh, but it all depends on the dog, uh, how he comes out the kennels and uh, before going out there, whether you give him one or not. Let him have a listen to the law. But I think if you go back and if you saw him, he was a bit worked up when he saw the preview because that's what good dogs are. He switches on straight away, so mm. and he was a bit. Just a bit tardy the first couple of strides, but then he mustered and showed what he can do. And, you know, I expected him to um, not get tired. Alfier is very, very strong. Mm. Um, you know, like he, he's he's, a, he's probably one of the best dogs in SA. I know he's getting older now, but he, he's still one out. He's still a good dog. Hard yeah. to beat. Now, P, um, we got a lot of uh, YouTube followers when we uh, published the trial that he had a few weeks ago when he went 29-4 and he didn't have a jacket on and he's the same colour track as the Angle Park surface. He's a, a light form. Um, yeah. And he's owned by the Ghost Syndicate. So clearly, um, and that's, I think, is that his uh, sort of nickname or kennel name around the um, kennels? Because he is that ghosty appearance, isn't he? Oh, definitely, yeah. You can miss him. <laughs> but no, he's... He, um... Yeah, he he is a. It's, it's, you don't see too many fawn dogs, do you? Um, these days, mainly black. Yeah, yeah I suppose you know. the, the thing about it was that because he had no jacket on, he he, he just blended into the Angle mm. Park surface. I mean, <laughs> he he must he, he must love it here though, Pete as well. I mean, he's he's a high quality greyhound. He's been all around Australia. He fits the profile of a of a of a Adelaide Cup um, greyhound. Is is that? Is that really one of the reasons he's here? He's got that high speed, he can lead good good quality fields. We've we've got 
probably the best track in Australia, tell the truth. Um, it's always been, there's not a trainer in Australia that wouldn't come back here. It, it, the only issue always has been our prize money. That, that's where, with other group races running around the same time as us, they, they, people seem to go for the bigger money, which is only natural. But if, um, if you, when we had that time slot back in early January, I think right. we had the best dogs from every state come over here usually. But in that case, but times have changed and with weather conditions and all that sort of thing, um, it's changed uh, the Adelaide Cup a lot. Mm. Yeah, it has. Um, but that's that's the honest truth. Um, you know, at the time when the Adelaide Cup was being run, there was no other feature race around except for the Cranbourne Cup. And even when I was living over there, it favours certain dogs, the Cranbourne track. Mm. Um, people um, avoid it. Like if you were, um, for example, a speed dog, you wouldn't go to um, Cranbourne. You have to be a tough dog to, mm. the, to handle that track. Mm. Um, all these factors come into place. Um, uh, but um, our track here is, is, a, is the perfect track. All right. Well, you seem pretty confident with uh, with Catch the Thief. You've mentioned there that it doesn't matter what box draw he draws, so punters can uh, can follow that with confidence. Now, what about Wooden Tiger, Pete? Uh, what can he produce in heat number one there on Thursday night? Um, unfortunately, we all know he's not going to lead. Mm. That's one thing. Look, I um, I trialled him Saturday morning. He's been up. Look, he's been up in weight a little bit, so. Um, the boss here, <laughs> she's she's cutting back a little bit. He's mm-hmm. trimmed up a little bit in the last week or so, so you might find an improvement in him in his finishing effort. Um, he trialled um, 14.92 on the fly on uh, Saturday morning, which is was the best of the morning. Mm-hmm. He's on his on the way back, but look, I'm preparing him for the distance racing coming up, but but I couldn't him over the distance while he was still up in weight you know like it, mm. it wouldn't be fair on him but look he'll, he'll get back and he'll storm home but in his race you got Ashton Silk trial well Saturday morning she went 439 439 in the first look 1691 2999 that was a good effort mm. and you got um, what's her name um, what about Slick Ride how's it trialled Pete yeah it trialled 53.7006. It's improving with every run. Mm. Um, and zipping Zabo, it's it'll probably head them all off. It's a brilliant early speed, mm. as you saw last week. It just came out running out of boxes, and she'll be the one they have to run down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. So, well. Good luck with Wooden Tiger, and of course with Cash the Thief, Pete. Have you got a winner for the putters on the Thursday night program? Is there one there that stands out for you? Yeah. Let's have a look. Um, um, a safe one would be the interesting one is Kurong Lucy. She's coming back. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't declare her though. Um, I'd probably say you'd have to stick to Kipling as the best bet. Okay. Kipling, um, race seven, number one. Yep, he'd be the safe bet. Mm. He'll, he'll probably hold the inside and run as usual, say, around the 29.7 mark, depending on the track, of course, might be, uh, but roughly 29.7, 29.8, and that would get him through. All right. So your safe bet It'd there, be, race right. seven. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So Kipling for you, Pete. Um, wish you the best of luck Thursday night. Hope it all goes to plan, and, and thanks for joining us on the Dogcast. Terrific. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Sean. Good luck, Pete.
fine, mate. Thanks, Pete. Peter Jovanovic there, our guest on the Dogcast. Sean, he's got a big night there Thursday with Wooden Tiger. That's interesting. Um, just cutting back his food a little bit. Perhaps uh, he's a big eater. Um, good points there. Aston Silk has mm. trialled well, so that's important for the putters. And as I said, he's a very good judge, Pete. He knows you can, you can ask him about any dog at the racetrack and he'll tell you the times they're running on the trial track. So... He's, uh, he's a very knowledgeable man. And, and just on the Adelaide Cup, I see some social media reports that tickets are going very fast. Is there still tickets available? There's still tickets available. Uh, as we mentioned last week, Tim, people have to log on and book. doesn't cost you anything to book, but we need everyone to book who's coming. But, yeah, they're going fast. Um, it's going to be a great night. Encourage, if you want to come along, hopefully the weather's going to be fine. Mm. Friday the 9th of October, we'll have a big show next week previewing yep. The uh, Group 1 Adelaide Cup final and the supporting races on that night. Mm. It's going to be fantastic. And daylight savings here. Daylight mm. savings, mm. school holidays. So, yeah, we encourage everyone to get out there. But, yeah, you do have to book. Yep, certainly so. That's been another edition of the Dogcast. We'll do it all again next week. We'll focus on the Adelaide Cup, the Group 1 Adelaide Cup, which is coming up uh, Friday week.